0: The first day of fall is officially here, and that means we get to start talking about all the fun fall things here on the show. Some of the most binge listened to episodes on the Systemize Your Life podcast, outside of how do I do my dishes and clean my toilets and keep up with laundry, are in fact all of the episodes that I have the word fall in the title. I know it's crazy, but what I think is super exciting about that is we get to talk about some things here on the show that we don't normally talk about. We only get to talk about it once a year. And right now I am really focused on this new season that I'm in. Just like you, I too am experiencing an uptick in the busyness, the excitement, more things to do, more time outside for us. That's for sure. More holidays coming, trying to figure out who's going where, school pictures, cookie dough sale, All of the activities are in full force, the sports, the competitions, it's on like serious gangbusters over here. And I know that my weekends are more vital than they ever have been. And so that's why inside of today's episode, I am bringing you the very specific eight things that I am focused on resetting every single weekend. I've gotten pretty hard nosed about this and it has made all the difference Monday through Friday I want you to be able to have the same kind of clarity, drive, focus, and productive weekends that I've been having through your fall, just like me. So what do you say? You're going to want to grab a pen and paper, take a couple notes, and have a great time with me inside of today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me, and this Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Hey friend, I have an unbelievably special request just for you. I want you to know that your opinion matters more than anything. And because you are a very special listener of the Systemize Your Life podcast, which I hope so much that you have been enjoying your journey here, that you found inspiration, entertainment, and incredibly valuable tools And tips, and of course, systems inside of each and every episode. Today, I have a really special request from you that will help continue to grow and keep this show thriving. I'm asking for your support in the form of a very simple five star written review. Leaving a five star written review means that other people get to discover this podcast. Your support ensures that other people can benefit just like you are from the incredible content that I show up and produce at least twice a week here. It also completely boosts my motivation. (laughs) To be real, your reviews are like fuel to me. I read them often. Knowing that you appreciate the work and my effort motivates me to keep producing high-quality content and episodes that you and so many other people love. Being a part of the Systemize Your Life community, through your thoughts and feedback in a five star written review it means that you get to have an active part of growing this community. Your opinion is unbelievably valuable. Last but not least, when you leave positive reviews on the show, it makes it so much easier for us to attract really fascinating and super incredible guests and sponsors for this show, which only makes this a thousand times better for you to be a part of. It's super easy. If you don't know how to do it, you're just going to open up your Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening and scroll down to the bottom, tap on readings and reviews, or just tap on leave a review. And then you're just going to have to type in something that you love, something that you've taken away from this reasons why you think other people should listen to it. Hit those five stars And after writing your glowing review, don't forget to subscribe to the show if you haven't already and grab the link to your favorite episode and share it with a friend or a family member. Your support means the world not only to me, but to my husband and to my kids and to my whole family. It really honestly does encourage them to respect the work that I do and to keep me motivated here showing up week after week after week. So why don't you help me make a huge impact on so many other women that are seeking and searching for the same breath of fresh air that you have found here in this show. Take a few minutes, just press pause, write a five-star written review, and together, me and you, we can continue to make the Systemize Your Life podcast even better For so many more years to come, I really do appreciate you being here and being a part of my podcasting family. Your support truly does mean the world to me. Okay, let's go ahead now and jump inside of all fall things and what I'm doing on the weekends in order to keep up and make the shift with what's happening now that fall is here. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about what we have going on and why. This season feels a lot different to me. Obviously, it's different than summer for so many reasons, which I'm not going to get into, but you know it. You've totally felt the shift. But basically, my kids are in school, and so that's a whole thing. Before school routines, after school routines, bedtime routines, those things are really important. It consumes our time during the day, and that structure feels great, but there's also a lot less freedom, I suppose, compared to what we were experiencing in the summertime, uh, obviously, illness is at, you know, a higher concentration, if we can put it that way, than what it is like in the summertime. We also have so many other things to do. There's so much happening at school. There's so much happening in our communities. Like, there's something to do like almost at all times at this point and I feel like I want to be able to do fun things and another really big part of what's been happening is I decided to take my work outside of the house for a little while. Um, you know, I've always, I've always gone and worked at a co- co-working space and I just decided to, to go there like on a regular basis and see if it impacts how I'm able to get my work done. So, um, That means that I'm having to pack lunches, I have a longer commute, and I'm going to come back and give a full report on this later, but there's just so many other things that I have to take into consideration now, and I'm literally like going to work every day. So that means all of the extra time that I had and was spending on doing house things when I should have been working, which is not a bad thing, but like the distraction is real. I, you know, have to do that in other times of the day. So no, I'm not at work 40 hours a week. Most of the time I'm picking up my kids from school um, and dropping them off. If, you know, my husband's home, he does help with those things like, there's just so much more now for me to consider now that that this is the season that we're in. And I've noticed that on the weekends, I'm real ready to, like, stop messing around and, like, dig into the house and get some serious work done, along with a few other things. This isn't just about, like, 100% resetting the house. I I wrote down the eight things, and I've felt it, like, whenever I go into the weekend, I'm like, okay, this is feeling really good. This has been really consistent and I have like a burning desire and an urgency to do this. Granted, there's one big contingency here that we all like, you have to understand and you have to know you have to have a home management system in place in order for this episode to work for you. So in order to reset something, you need to have already established it right? So if you haven't established these things, you can't reset them. So that would definitely be the place to start. That doesn't mean that this episode isn't applicable. It just means that what you're going to take away from listening to this is that you need to go set up these eight systems, not reset them every week. And then you can figure out how to reset them, right? So I've had these systems in place for a very long time, I just was not totally always resetting them on the weekend specifically. Some of them I was doing throughout the week. And right now, it feels really good to be doing most of these things and and reestablishing like a clean slate. How are we moving forward for the next seven days over the weekend? I don't do it all on one day because it ends up being too much time Some of these resets take some dedication and some focus and I like to still be present with my family, you know, and so there are, you know, certain parts of the weekend, whether it be after they go to bed and Blaine and I sit and chat or maybe during the day when they're having independent play, maybe it's in the morning before they wake up, etc. I'm using that time and the time during the day. Obviously, we go and we play and we do fun things on the weekend But sometimes we're also just very much at home because we've been on the go all weekend. And I take full advantage of that opportunity every single time it comes up. And I'll be honest, I try and make sure that that happens for like 75% of the weekend. Now, there will be times when there are vacations and there's other things outside of this. But as the norm is considered... If you look at Saturday and Sunday and consider two main sections of Saturday and two main sections of Sunday, so the whole AM before lunch and the whole like PM after lunch, those are two different sections and we have the same thing on Sunday. So that's all four. I try and make sure that at least three out of four of those is really focused on these resets. So why don't you go ahead on your piece of paper, list out number one through eight, and we're going to go ahead and dive in. In no particular order, which I probably could actually tell you the order that I do this, but there isn't really an order. I think it just depends on what we have going on that weekend. But just take these, make note of them, and then move them around and put them wherever they make sense to you, okay? So... Number one is my calendar. I reset my Google Calendar every weekend and I try and do this before Monday morning. My goal with this is to do this before Saturday. I love being able to do it on the weekend. There's a lot of these resets that I want to move to Friday, um, but I would have to have a four-day work week and we just don't have that right now. I don't have that because I want to be available to go drop my kids off, pick my kids up and go to the gym. So the hours during the day that I have for work are much shorter, which means that I need to do that five days a week instead of longer days, four days a week. So with that being said, what am I resetting on my calendar? I want to reset all of my appointments and all my fundamental needs. The second thing that I am resetting is my paper planner. Get out my time blocks and get them put in my fundamental needs, my tidy cues. I set the whole thing up. It's all layered in every intention that I could potentially ever have. And actually for every single student inside of Systemize Your Life, which is where you learn my home management system, I give it to you in a plug and play fashion. We actually give you the template of exactly the four layer process. So it's There's four layers that go inside of your paper planner after you've reset your calendar for the week. And we give that to all of our students. If you're curious what that looks like, you can head over to chelseyjoe.co/syl and get yourself all set up and ready to go so that you can reset your entire home management system on the weekends instead of trying to recreate the wheel every single week of your life and wanting to pull your hair out. Number three on the list are my meals. This is like a hard non-negotiable like it's more than a fundamental need <laughs> if that's even possible um it's meals it's I'm planning for it I go to the grocery store I get all the food I bring it home I pull everything out of the fridge that we don't need I'm not going to use or I need to put it in the freezer I wipe down the shelves I put the food away I prep the grapes I prep the hard-boiled eggs I prep some vegetables, maybe I prep some snacks or treats, I prep some protein, and then I, right now, what we have is just a dry erase board for our menu board meal planning system, because the one that I want, uh, we are saving up for it. I had a really simple one for a very long time. That worked amazing, Um, but I'm like on a real mission to... (laughs) have everything in my house. Like I will save and save and save and save and save. And And then I want it to be like the thing that I want, you know? So for now, instead of just being impatient and going getting something else that I didn't really want, I'd rather wait and get the thing that I really want. So, uh, our new menu board is going to look like, uh, the ones that they put in the coffee shops where it's just like this really thin metal rail. And then the letters you take (laughs) this is so obnoxious. I'm laughing at myself, but I'm like really big on interior design. Like I'm pretty obsessed with it. It's fun for me, but you know, like the little letters they take out and they sit them in there and they like spell out what it is. So It's literally going to be us like spelling out the word spaghetti and meatballs, but it's really fun for the kids to be able to do that. Um, and then we obviously have our menu cards still, but that is the board that I want. We don't have that yet, so I'm using the front of my refrigerator is actually a dry erase board. Another random side note, our refrigerator is the bespoke, the Samsung Samsung bespoke, and you can get, it has four doors on it, top and bottom, have double doors and you can change out the doors to whatever you want. And they had white glass. So it's literally a dry erase marker. The entire refrigerator is. And so I've been using that and it's actually really fun. I do really love it. And that's where I'm standing and writing out all of our dinners, putting the days of the week to it, our breakfast, our lunches, my macro plan, Blaine's macro plan. I count my macros there. Like I literally am full on nutrition, crazy lady every single weekend. On the refrigerator okay fourth thing that I'm resetting is my laundry this is new and it's fun it's really cool I used to just do laundry whenever uh, because we don't well I shouldn't say we don't have a ton I think I just wasn't doing it and waiting till the last minute and then doing it and we were outsourcing all the kids laundry to grandmothers and they're no longer doing that because we moved outside of their like little two mile to five mile radius So now we're doing it on our own. I love my laundry room. And it just has been really nice to start the week with everyone has their clothes put away. No one's laundry baskets are full. We don't have to wonder where underwear are. And I know what I'm going to wear for the week. I think it's not only that, but then also being able to throw in the towels and... All the extra linens that we have, we have, I think, substantially more than other people because we are completely paperless in our house, except for toilet paper. We do use toilet paper. So I have kitchen linens. I have quite a few kitchen linens. And it's just been really nice to make sure and know that the napkins are always washed and the the unpaper towels are always washed and folded and put away. And so I'm loving the process of actually sitting and folding. And for me, I use that as a time to pray over my family. Um, And even myself, whenever I'm folding napkins, that being able to provide and cook meals for my family is something that I know is a huge act of love. And (laughs) sometimes consistent acts of love take a lot of selflessness. And it's really hard if I'm being honest, even though I super duper love it, you know that there are times when it's like, can someone please just cook me a meal? And so sometimes I need a little pep talk. And so I pray some pep talk into all those kitchen linens. And it helps me whenever I pick up that linen that I folded and I prayed into when I go to pick it up and I use it, if I'm having a hard day, it reminds me of that. And I have been just really appreciating that practice on the weekends a lot. Uh, it's helped me to change my thoughts and my feelings around laundry. Number five, oh, this one's good. I've been doing this forever though. This is not new. Is I am resetting my workflow for my company. Uh, small business, side hustle, company, it's all the same. I've used it from Day one of starting this business, actually it wasn't day one. I have some old notes and notebooks and I tried a lot of different things. But basically from like six months in, I started using a very specific type of workflow that turned into like a constellation of workflows that is now a full born, like flushed out operating system to run a full fledged company. Or a small company, obviously. And that requires me on the weekends to go in there and set up a few things. So when I go into work on Monday through Friday, I know exactly what needs to be done for me and for the team. And it's the greatest feeling on the planet. I don't honestly want to touch it on the weekends. But again, it can't be reset until I know what my personal life looks like. It's like this incredible harmony the way these two things work together and so as i mentioned earlier if i don't have that calendar and paper planner reset my workflow has to come after that it does have to come in sequence so i'm often stuck i guess not necessarily stuck but i'm often left waiting to reset my workflow until those other things get taken care of which is not a bad thing I just love knowing that I can completely unplug from work for at least two days of the week and just pour into my my life, my personal life. Number six is I reset my random to-dos. So every week there are like normal random to-dos and there are normal what you call to-dos, but they're actually the tasks that are fundamental in your life and they are also likely part of your routine stocks that you just are unable to identify on your own. I am not talking about any of the repeat stuff. I'm talking about like the random things. I just look at what did I get done last week. Most of the time it's nearly everything because there's only like three or four things on there if that and then I re-establish okay what needs to be done this week. Did anything new come up? Do I need to make phone calls? Do I need to make an errand? Do I need to whatever? Right. anything random. Like this week we had to go get a bigger violin. That's not normal. That's not something that we ever have to do. Running errands for the kids in general is not something that we always have to do. It's just very, I don't know, pretty inconsistent for us. And so that was a random to do for the week. Number seven. This is super encouraging for me, for my team for my family, and I think it's going to be really encouraging for you, is to reset your goals for the week. So for me and then everybody else on the ChelseaJoe.co team, we ask them to establish their goals for the week. And it's really, really cool how we just get to encourage and support each other. And it's like a beacon for what we're doing because we obviously all have our work and it's incredibly systemized and we know what needs to be done. But outside of that, there are certain goals that we're trying to reach. I always make sure that I write these in my planner. I communicate it with my family. I ask the kids what they're hoping to accomplish for the week. There's different things like that. It really has become just a normal part of the way that I think, the way that I move from all the things that I did or maybe didn't do in the last five to seven days To prepare myself for a clean slate, for another opportunity to go make great impact. To go, you know, shake up a few stones and maybe move a mountain someday. And I think that you're very capable of doing the same thing. Even if it means changing some kind of generational pattern that you're sick of seeing being repeated or breaking some kind of addiction in your life. Or just simply decluttering and maybe, again, breaking a pattern that you saw all your life. Or having better relationships with your kids, with yourself, losing the weight, gaining the muscle, whatever that looks like for you. And these goals can be very, very simple. It doesn't have to be complex. You don't have to be firing on all cylinders at all times. But I think resetting your goals for yourself each week is intended to be a source of encouragement and hope and not a place to be discouraged for you to look back at the end of every week and say, oh, look what I didn't get done. It's more so saying, how hard did I try? I like knowing that I'm shooting for something. I don't like walking around aimless every day, clearly. That's why I'm very systematic. (laughs) That's why I have this podcast Let's do the very, very last one because this one is something that we are actively working on right now and we are shaping and molding what this looks like for us and it is a financial reset. So we are resetting our finances. We have a long time been in a weekly finance management position, but we often ignore it far too often. This is one of the systems that we have had in place the longest. But with that being said, There's been a little bit of formality lacking that I would love to have, but this, this one specifically very heavily depends on not just me. This has to have my husband involved because we are very much joint in everything that we do. And that includes finances. And so when we sit down to reset it, We do have a system in place that I could just go in and reset quickly. But sometimes there's decisions that need to be made. And it's not about the willingness of either one of us. It's just the timing of it. What does he have going on? Like, we have to make sure that there is time for both of us where the kids aren't asking for us. And it's, you know, Blaine is pretty involved in all of these things, actually, like a lot of them. He's just started to become involved in like the planner reset. He has one for himself, the meals. mm -hmm. He's somewhat involved, sometimes more than others. Um, but everything else, you know, he's pretty involved in and understands and knows. Obviously I reset my own workflow for my company, but it heavily depends on what we have going on as a family for that week. We've been working really hard at making sure that we are sticking to the budget that we agreed we would stick to. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sitting down every weekend to make sure that the the financial system that we use is the one that I created. I created a hybrid budgeting system based on the knowledge that I have from paper envelopes and Dave Ramsey's teaching and literally merged it with Mike McCallowitz' business um teaching of Profit First for small businesses. Well, for any business actually. And I was like, oh my gosh, this needs to be used in the same fashion for home. And it's actually what I I do teach this and you do get access to this if you decide to join and become a student of Systemize Your Life. So that home management system that you're getting also comes with our budgeting system. The spreadsheet, is already pre-formulated for you. It breaks everything down and we guide you through it so that you know how to use it. And then randomly throughout the year, we'll have workshops on this for people to come in that are in the community and kind of learn how to use it a little bit better. It's just something that's been just so helpful. Blaine and I were... You know, we've never really argued about finances at all, but it was something that was really stressful when we first got married, trying to figure out how to do it in a way that was meaningful to us, that we were stewarding our money the way that we wanted to, the way that we felt that we should be, right? And so now we know what that looks like. It's just a matter of sitting down on the weekend to reset it. So I know you have X amount of dollars for food for the entire week. So that means you can't go blow it all at the grocery store. (laughs) You know, you guys are going to want to eat out twice this week because you already reset your calendar. You know that you have friends in from out of town or you have family in from out of town. Yada, 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 yada. So this is so unbelievably important. It's given me, it's it's felt very encouraging and I guess empowering for a lack of a better word whenever I go to the store, whenever I do anything, because I know exactly how much money I can and want and should be spending when I go through that darn dollar section that's nothing as a dollar and, and Target. <laughs> and if you are at all interested to know what I buy at Target and Hobby Lobby and Walmart and all the other places, come hang out with me on Instagram because I just totally decorated my brand new house for Halloweeny, and it's pretty spooktacular over here. I mean, I'm all kinds of excited and really proud. I've been waiting for this for a long time. Of course, I have my decorations systemized, but now that we moved, it's like we're really able to go like all in and it's nothing like massive you know but it is super fun and we got to spend more than just 25% of the weekend on it we spent an entire day me and the girls and we surprised Blaine when he came home off shift and I'll be sharing lots about it because you know just gonna pat myself on the back every once in a while (laughs) it's super cute so if you're like oh my gosh how do I use dollar store decorations to actually look cute come hang out with me on Instagram I'll show you all about it. Well, we also can talk about all the fun things over there. I know that I talk about essential oils a lot here on the show and I talk about all different kinds of things, but Instagram is where I can actually connect with you and talk to you about all of my favorite products and all the, well, obviously my home management system, my business task management system, and soon to be my operating system will be launching into the world. Those are my favorite products. I mean, I'm a little biased, but those definitely are my favorite. But then there's like the everyday things that I use to help me manage my home. And I love sharing that kind of stuff over on Instagram. Alrighty, those are all eight. I hope that you start doing these every single weekend, just like I do. And I hope that it helps you in a great and meaningful way. I also hope that you really take me up on my sincere ask for you to go leave me a five-star written review. And when you do, I am going to celebrate and probably share it with my husband because I always do and my friends. It's gonna make me super happy. Can't wait to see your name pop up over there. And I also can't wait to meet you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast.